welcome to We're Not Sisters, What's Going On, episode 6. Oh my god, my laptop's overheating already. Good sign, it's a good sign. Yes. Let me just turn the brightness down. (laughs) That should help. Normally it does, actually. Oh, I wish it helped mine. Can we just Uh, have a moment to be angry at my laptop? Very angry. Go away for a few days. Wait, what? It went away for a few days. Oh, I thought you were saying you had to send it off again. I was like, what? No, I refuse. Ugh. All that happened, you'd think it was like a big break. It All that happened was I did one Windows update, and then it was like, you don't have a microphone in your laptop anymore. And we can't find it. It's like, we it won't. is there. It has not moved. We just, I can't see it. So... I hate when laptops do that. Just it's like, like I know you're there. Like, how is the how is a software update gonna affect the hardware? I was on remote, like sharing things for hours, and they were like, "No, nope, we can't fix it." And I was like, "Okay, but you <laughs> have to." <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> okay, but I bought this laptop in October, so you have to. Um, yeah. So it went for it went for a spa four days. Mm-hmm. It, it went on it a was, retreat. It went on a retreat. It thought about it, what it was going to do, and and now it's back. It, they did say it was going to take a lot longer. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that at least it didn't take like two weeks. Because I was very sad without a laptop. Oh, mm-hmm. I also want to make a quick like little point if any of you are wondering what my makeup look is today don't question it because i don't know what i was doing either thanks also just get this out of the way they're bad (laughs) they're bad you know i still i moisturize my hands when you moisturize it's not supposed to stick Mm. and it's stuck Hmm. it looks like it, the camera makes it look a lot worse because it looks exactly the same colour as this in real life, but this looks Okay, pain. yeah, it does look quite bad on camera, but... But it, in real life, it's okay. You're so. going to get cancelled, Eleanor. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's just my knuckles, dude. Actually, to be fair, it's only orange, though, so it's fine, unless the Oompa Loompas want to cancel you. I will not get cancelled by Oompa Loompas, sir. I'm no sir. Mm-mm. I watched a video today. I always forget that it was only one guy... Who played yeah. all of the I saw that on TikTok. He carried that performance. He carried the entire film. What a guy. Oh my God. It Agreed. was it's so weird to see how that film was filmed. Everything about that film is weird, so. Like the whole thing with Rue Crossol and the squirrels. You would think mm-hmm. they're animatronic squirrels. No, dude. They trained real squirrels. Yeah, I mean, they didn't look animatronic or anything. I was like, surely not. Surely they love training squirrels. squirrels. I don't. How? My favorite Why? part is the dragon bit, but I think that's everyone's favorite bit. Yeah, that used to scare me in the in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory one with Jean. I don't think I've ever seen the original one. It's great. It's the best one. Actually, I think. Well, no, I think I've seen a part of it and I didn't like it. So it's a bit. I like the 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 more recent one because Johnny Depp. Yeah, I was about to say great. that. I was like, I'm a big Johnny Depp stan. Yeah. Um, the first one was like it's good, but then apparently Roald Dahl hated the first one, 
Um, I don't blame him from what I remember. Yeah, I used to think that. That's why I didn't like the first one. I feel like it doesn't follow... Does it even follow the same plot at all? Not really. And I can't remember what... There was like one specific thing he didn't like about... You know when they go in, first of all, and they see everything, he's like, you can eat anything. Mm -hmm. He hated something about that, and I can't remember why. I'll I'll insert some text and tell you guys. cool. He didn't like it. And I used to be a Roald Dahl stan, so I was like, then I don't like Roald Dahl stan. I used to be a Jacqueline Wilson stan. Oh, well, same. Oh, my God. Those, we should not have been allowed to read those books at that, those ages. I was definitely, yeah. like, nine or ten. I specifically remember reading them in, like, year five and six. So I was nine or ten. I, I, yeah, I, think I, I can't remember what my first one was. My favourite one was My Sister Jodie. Even though that, I liked that, that one. He done fell. Wait, is that did the one she... with the tower? Yeah, is, did she fall out of the tower or did she jump? I don't know. I think the floorboards broke because it was like closed off she and she fell. Yeah. But now I'm thinking about it at this age. And yeah. And did I... she jump? The way it was written, though, from what I remember, it was an accident. She didn't mean and to. And she was just being like edgy. Oh, yeah. That some of the ones were really fucked up. Like, what was the one, um, the whale song? Oh my god, that killed me. I don't that, think I knew that one. This little girl, her mum is having a baby with her stepdad, who she doesn't really like, obviously, because no, no step parents do well in Jacqueline Wilson books. No. Um, and like, she goes into labor early and she has to go into a coma because oh. she like nearly dies in childbirth and then like, oh, wait, like, stuck at home. Yeah, with the, I remember yeah. that one. And then, she used to do the breathing exercises with her mum to like do the labor oh, classes to, and, yeah, the to, and listen to whale music. The whale music. And then as soon as she started playing the whale music to the mum in her coma, she, she woke done woke up. up. Wow. What was that one about the mum with the tattoos? What's it called? My my illustrated mum? Yeah. The illustrated I was thinking mom? of the other one, the one who won the lottery and her husband was beating her up. They were really they were all awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, nothing can beat Tracy Beaker, though. I don't think... No, I did read Tracy Beaker. Oh, do you remember that one where, like, their house burned down and they had to go... No. They, oh, and they, they live in the hotel? In... Huh? They lived in a hotel? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, like, burned down. Yeah. That was so weird as well. How? Huh? She's like, how can I think of the most tragic life situations possible? Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Amazing. I just remembered another one of my favorites. Which one? Wait, there was one. It was called Violet. <gasps> my, because I want to say it's called My Sister Violet, but isn't I was it My Sister Jodie? Just Jody? about to say that My Sister Violet. Oh, I have to look this. Or up were they now. just call, both called My Sister? Because My Sister Jodie is definitely that was one, definitely right? the name of it. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's the one. Um, um, I think that's the one called Midnight. Yeah, um, it's Midnight. I remember this one. I don't know if it was one of my favorites. Um, oh yeah. Uh, oh my god, no! The one that I was thinking of is yeah. Vicky Angel. Oh, she got hit by the car. Yeah, or a bus. I, I don't. You know what? I haven't thought of that since I read it, and that sentence just came out of my mouth. That's really terrifying. 
she going back up? Yeah, and this is like one girl's sister's ghost, but she definitely was just traumatized. And there was one alone. Hmm. And Lily alone. Oh my god! Is that the one she? I am going on holiday. Yeah. Oh my! I'm like having mega flashbacks right now. Same. There was one um, about like two best friends, and they were really different. One was really scruffy, and one was like a rich, rich girl, and they they were best friends their whole life, and then. One of the, the rich one moved away and then she like tried to keep in touch with her and go to her house. But then she got rich friends, the rich one. So then when she went over there, she didn't really fit in anymore. And I read that at the same time my best friend moved away. Um, no, that's sad. I was like, oh, so we won't stay in touch. And we didn't. So here we are. Lola Rose? Yeah. That's one when they win the lottery, isn't it? I, oh, no, I'm just seeing one of these covers and having flashbacks. The only one that, like, I think is similar to the one you were talking about is Little Darlings. But that one's, like, their sisters. And, like, the dad is a rock star or something. Sleepovers was good. Oh, it's Best Friends, the one that I was talking about. Oh, and the Cookie? (gasps) I don't remember what that was about. A fat girl. Oh, Cookie, yeah. I I remember it, but I don't... I'm pretty sure it was something about her mum calling her fat all the time. The Worry website! Oh, my God. I really liked um, Love Lessons and the Girls the girls series. You know, like, Girls in Tears, yeah. Girls Are Late. <gasps> Clean Break, the one with the, boil- the boiled eggs, and then the dad just leaves them and the mum doesn't know what she's doing now. And I don't know why I really loved it so much, but I really liked Hetty Feather. I knew you were going to say that. And the Lottie Project. I loved Hetty Feather. I got it when it was a hardback. Because I wanted it so much. I think I had a couple of them in hardback as well. Oh my god! And then they made it into like a TV program on the BBC. Yeah, they. She wrote. She turned that into a big series. Yeah, the one that (laughs) I like down memory lane right now. This is my last one. If you're a girl Um, from the UK and you're a preteen in the mid noughties, you're having the best flashbacks right now as well. So the the worst thing about my sister. It was like two sisters who like like just like fought because they're sisters, and then they had a bunk bed, and then one of them like pushed the other one off the bunk bed in a fight, yeah. and then she like almost died, and she was like, "Oh shit!" It was like, was like now I like her." The day don't push your sister off a bunk bed. Yeah. Wow. The sleepovers one was so cute. Oh my god, sorry, that's my last one. The sleepovers. The girl mm-hmm. has a sleepover at the house, and then her sister's disabled. And one of the ki- the other girls starts making fun of her sister because, like, she's really disabled. Yeah. And then, and, oh. and then the I think the popular girl ends up weeing herself in the night, and they all make fun of her. They're, all of these are awful. They really, as I describe them, I'm like, oh wow. Literally, like, I can't believe we read about all of those things. And just why like, did they let us? I love this story. Like year four, it's like, hmm, I'm reading about um a family where the dad up and left them. Yeah. I'm reading a book about divorce. They were all either divorce, domestic abuse, or suicide, something like that. Yeah. Tragic family events. Oh, that was a topic that we weren't planning on covering, but there we go. (laughs) And do you (laughs) know what's just as drama filled as these books? Oh no. I'll let you take it away, to be honest. Ah, oh, jeez, guys, 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 guys. Unfortunately, we no longer stand Trisha Paytas. Unfortunately, I think I knew this was coming. Also, her pronouns are she, her, as of her TikTok 
profile so a few days she, ago. She changed back to she, her? Yes. Okay. Cool. And being. I will put up the screenshot of when I saw that because I'm going to refer to her as she, her. It was on At her TikTok moment, profile. That's what it says. So that yeah. is what we will do. I have a mini summary because I, I didn't want to watch any of the videos because it makes me sad. And also I feel like it's a lot of he said he sh- he shed sh- We sh- both we both fucked it up. We both went he said. Sh- <laughs> it's a lot of he said she said and emotional rambling, probably. Which is not, yeah. you know, it's not really getting down to the fact the facts of what happened. No. I'm there's just so many tweets from Trisha that it's impossible to like give a proper summary. And if you only read those like I had at first, you will think that she is mm-hmm. in the right. But she's not. She's wholeheartedly not. There's The only people that are on her side are the diehard Trisha stands who like, didn't even think she had a problem with the things that she used to say. Mm-hmm. So, like, Even her own fans are very much being like, Yeah. Yeah, Trisha, this, this is not right. Yeah, like... All I see on TikTok is just people being like, like my thing, like I knew Trisha and then I started watching Frenemies and now I prefer H3, H3. So it's like, sorry. Um, if you see but me reading. Oh, sorry. It is, it is completely her own fault. And also a lot of people are blaming this purely on the fact that she has bipolar disorder and um, also I think schizophrenia. But... But she, she's she's tried to make it a very big point that she is mentally stable right now. So yeah, even she's exactly. not using that as an excuse. So nobody else can Set use that, that as an excuse. In every single one. Oh, I think I need to turn my lamp on. Hold on. Well, she did say she goes to therapy like four times a week. No. Yeah, while well, she was shouting at him. Mm. So if you see me reading, I'm reading. I'm reading. This started. Also, she's left the podcast twice before. For also I didn't no. Know that. She stormed off twice and they've had to end it for no reason. And she always came back the next week. But this is different. Uh, yeah. um, so episode 39 of Frenemies. They're about an hour and 20 minutes into it. Trisha started, basically, there was this new segment they were going to do where fans could tweet to H3 their problems and they were going to solve them and give them advice. Which, when I saw the tweets, I was like, that's going to be great. Imagine uh-huh. Trisha giving you life advice. So Ethan, like, introduced the segment and Trisha was like, that sounds really boring. And, like, kicked up a fuss. And she was basically saying that she, she wanted to hire a new production crew to only work on Frenemies. The moment, H3, the, the production team are the same, Dan, um, AB, Zach, all of those. They are the same production crew in all of the podcasts that they do for HD. So even though she didn't explicitly say to get rid of those guys, if you're saying I want a new crew, then you are getting rid that of them. implies getting rid of the current one. Exactly. Because then she tried to switch it saying, oh no, I was just saying I wanted specifically, like, I don't remember what it was, but like mm-hmm. a sound guy and a cameraman, which we don't have yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you didn't say that. You said, I want a, a new, new crew. I don't yeah. want this one. Yeah. Wait, you didn't. 
And then after she started talking about production crew, she kind of went into a snowball. But to set up before the, as soon as the episode started, she said she was in a funny mood. And her funny mood usually means she's like really like sensitive to just something someone's going to say. She's going to be in a bad mood. And she said she wanted to pick a fight. Like you could see the foreshadowing in the beginning of the episode. Yeah, like she was very volatile. Ready. And they were also talking about Gabby Hanna and the stuff she's been saying about Trisha at the moment, which is obviously a very um, sore spot. So Ooh, I, I do don't want think... to talk about after we've talked about this. Oh, Gabby. I can't. She, God help her. What is wrong with her? Well, she has ADHD. Did you know that? Yeah, and I don't know if you guys know this, but I think she might have ADHD. Not that she mentioned She's it never mentioned it before. There's like one TikTok where she's like, I have ADHD, something, something. And with ADHD, and something, something. And I have ADHD. And it really helps with ADHD. That's it. It was literally like if you tapped through her story, you know, like when you only hear the snippet of the beginning, it's ADHD. Every single one was about ADHD, like over an entire 24 hours. I really hope she's not doing it for attention like everyone thinks she is. I really hope that she can get help because. People are saying she's just doing this for the shits and giggles. Well, okay. Here, this is what I wanted to say about this situation. It's that it's kind of like a weird catch-22 because if she is doing this for attention, she still needs help because how can... You can't can be you in your that? right mind if you think, yeah, that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And post and say all these things. It's like, yeah. what? And I've yet. noticed that this kind of thing is what Onision started doing <gasps> when people stopped caring about him. Oh my god! Yes, he's doing the exact same thing. Shit, so that I think that's also why it seems like such an attention-seeking thing because yeah, it's been seen before. A lot of people are saying because the stuff she's saying about Trisha. It's almost like she's a bit of... Because she says, like, they were friends. And Trisha was like, we were never friends. We just hang out, like, a couple of times. And then when I didn't like her vibe, I never hung out with her again. And everyone's like, she's kind of acting like a, like a super fan. Like, she's really obsessed with her. And she's trying to make it out like they were best friends. And that's why she's making up lies against her. It's almost like a high school, like, drama thing. Yeah. Mm. It's crazy to me how, like, people that age... Yeah, are doing that. I don't know. I think part of that social media kind of job unfortunately just will always involve drama unless you're Mm -hmm. in the right crowds yeah unfortunately we we team bryce on guard oh my god (laughs) oh my god um yeah remix of that send me (laughs) i love it um yeah so that's what that's the context She's in. She was in a bad mood. So as she starts to talk about the production crew, she then starts to bring up the fact that she's not paid as much as Ethan. This sounds bad on the on the what's the word on the uh, surface. On the surface, but Ethan then goes on to explain that there is only a five percent difference between their paychecks, and that five percent goes to him paying the crew. He does not get that I'm money. Putting it back into the podcast. Yeah. He does not get any of that 5%. And it's purely just to keep H3H3 running. She just says, she's like, fuck that. No, 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 no. So 
then he's basically saying that you're getting a generous cut because he said that she was hired as the talent. She is not a producer. She's yeah. that is she's just like a guest star basically. She turns up every week. She records and then she leaves and she, she leaves to think about it. She doesn't again. come up with any of the ideas. She says they don't let her, but she clearly does not. She doesn't even come up with any of the ideas for the cosplay, which I'll get into as well. Um, she literally j- turns up and then leaves. So why should she be paid the same as him when he is the creator, the director, the producer? And also, side that? note, the the screenshots that she shared about this particular part of them discussing the pay, she made it very clear that she did not care what she was getting paid. Yeah, she, she was, was like, like, she was like, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Like, I just want to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, He was like, do you want to do like 49.50 or 47 point something in 50? And she was going, I honestly don't mind, like, whatever, yeah, whatever you want. Whatever works for you. Like, so I'm just excited to start this podcast. Exactly. Um, yeah, so he's basically saying she's getting a generous amount, to be honest, for the, the talent. She's not a producer. He does all the decision-making. He pays all the crew. And then she starts shouting at him, saying that he's gaslighting her in the process of gaslighting him, in all honesty. That's exactly did you, what Did you hear what you just said? You're gaslighting yeah. me. Do You're you know that's what you said? I can't believe you just said that. Wow. You said And she keeps going like, wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's well, crazy. I you just, just said can't believe that. it. Like, that's crazy. I, you really it made me, me feel really anxious. Like, yeah, I don't like the way she said that. When I watched that, I was like, oh, she huh? just looked like a different person, in all honesty. So, yeah, so they, then they end the podcast. There she walks out. So, a few, literally a few hours later after the podcast was uploaded, she uploaded her own video, which was 22 minutes long, explaining why she left. But. Ethan had no idea she made the video, let alone uploaded it. Like and she hadn't spoken to him. She no. just decided to do that on her own accord. Yeah. And her main reasons as to why she was leaving in that video is that it was a toxic workplace. She says that the crew didn't like her for no reason, and that's why she wanted to leave. But I think replacing the crew is a pretty good reason yeah, saying like you want to replace them and that you don't like the work they do and mm. the ideas that they come up with. I think that is fair reason to not particularly like yeah. somebody. But also... Especially when they she... come into your workplace. Yeah. yeah think yeah. about it. They were there before Trisha. Exactly. Because they've they started this three already. Exactly. And like, I don't know, the way... She she never had anything specific to say if they ever made a comment towards her. She just kind of, in her opinion, they were just being off to her. Which fair yeah, enough. I don't like their vibe, basically. Yeah, which fair enough can it if it's really bad can really fuck with you. But I don't think it was that bad because no. they aren't. I I don't want to speak on their behalf, but I do feel like they are just there to work. Like they're not. It's yeah, I was going to say like it's a it's their job. They're not no. going to be rude to Trisha um, for no reason. And logically, like, reason. you know, they're there to film or do whatever. Exactly. They're going to do that. Like, that. they're being paid to do that. If they, yeah. didn't, if they really didn't like Trisha that much, surely they would have left. Exactly. Or spoken like, to if Ethan. it was such a big deal. Yeah, 
exactly, exactly. So yeah, so she uploaded that basically not so much trashing H3, but still being very negative and painting them in a negative light. So Ethan was a bit pissed off with that. Um, And then she uploaded another video the next day saying that the crew hated her again, more specifically because one of the crew members, his girlfriend was hired, which is the one that she really doesn't like, which happens to be the only female working in the crew, which might be a bit kind of... um, and the girlfriend was the one who came up with the Q&A segment. So she's saying that the crew hates her because the only idea she, that woman came up with, she hated. But she, like, she didn't say, like, she didn't want to do it. Like, she really bashed the segment and made it sound yeah. like a really stupid idea. Whereas everyone does that in podcasts. Like, it's a funny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then she went into a lot more detail about specific percentages that they were getting and money and stuff. And... Side note, when you watch the podcast, she goes into a lot of detail about how bad with money she is. Like, she earns a lot. Like, OnlyFans alone would keep her lifestyle going. She couldn't afford her house to even put an offer in because her credit score was so bad. She had to get Moses to buy it. Like, her credit score is awful. She spends $500,000 on one music video. And it's just a music video. Like, it's not her career. Yeah, it wasn't just one of her doing it for fun. Yeah, like, it wasn't one of her sad boy ones because sad boy is her her band. Um, I think it's called Sad Boy. Um, it was like one of the I Love You Moses kind of ones. So, and also, have you seen I Love You Moses? Why did it cost that much? That that would that cannot have cost that much. Well, they had a real life goat. A goat does not cost that much. I know, but why did they have that? So what else did they have that was unnecessary? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, so Ethan now starts to tweet things because he's pissed off at her. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to read four, just like uh, word for word. The first one was, okay, I'm starting to get upset about all of this. Our crew is getting hate from Trisha's fans on their personal accounts, and I'm losing my cool. The crew has done nothing but support her and work their asses off every week and this treatment they're getting is unacceptable. While Trisha keeps complaining about money, every single cent I've ever made from Frenemies is tied up in Frenemies merch that doesn't come out for another month, of which she will still get 50% of the profits. Paid for, designed, produced by us. And I'm treating her unfairly. I reached out to Trisha an hour ago saying that I wasn't happy with how she handled this and how unfair it was. And instead of talking to me privately, she put out another 20-minute video that caused my crew to get so much hate, they are now privating their Instas. At the end of the day... hmm? Sorry. Does she not ever think, like, where would the podcast be without the crew? Because as we said, like, she doesn't do anything. She records it, as in, like, she turns up to speak. Mm -hmm. But who edits it? Who does all the sound and the video and everything? Like, yeah, comes up with the ideas. Take off and exist like it does Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for them. But she should know that because she had a podcast and it lasted like maybe five or so episodes and it was just so awful that nobody watched it. And that's why she's podcast lasting longer than hers. Lol. But like, she should know how much work goes into it if she tried to do one herself and it failed. Mm-hmm. But um, she did try and pretend that it was hard. Exactly. But she did try and pretend that 
it was only her and Ethan in the beginning because it was a lockdown. And everyone was like, no, Trisha, that's a lie. Dan was there. <laughs> like, we know Dan was there. Like, somebody had to press record. Somebody had to edit it. No, exactly. Yeah. You're not You're not pressing a little remote being like, film. Yeah, please. And they built the set for her and everything. Like, they built all of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. So the, the last tweet is, at the end of the day, Frenemies was a beautiful experiment that I will always cherish. I've learned and grown so much from the experience and have Trisha to thank for that. She's been a dear friend of mine throughout and I'll always be grateful for us and all that she's done for us. Peace and love. So I think that's... Oh, he's still very... like... He's not bashing her. No, he's like, he's bashing her I fans. don't like the situation that we're in and I don't like what she's saying, but mm. I still respect her as a person and I appreciate her for being on the podcast and doing this with me. Exactly. I just think that's the nicest way anyone could possibly say i don't like all of the course, hate i'm getting especially after what she said exactly he was probably thinking and feeling a lot of worse things so then <laughs> it's just like and then this um and he, delete- he deleted those tweets saying that he shouldn't have brought this to twitter even though it had already been brought to twitter because trisha was already sharing screenshots of their text messages so she, no lie, was posting tweets, like three tweets an hour for about 18 hours of each day. I had to unfollow her because it was my whole timeline was her tweets. And then of the screen, some of them had screenshots. One in particular that got her in a lot, a lot of trouble was when they were discussing the percentages and she was saying, I'm not really, I don't really care. She says, I'm being really dewy, LOL. So she is... That's, in, if you don't know, in reference to the derogatory stereotype that Jewish people care about money way too much. Um, her, she did apologise, but her apology was that she's taking conversion classes and Moses is Jewish. So. Yeah, she's like, I want my children to grow up Jewish, so therefore I can't be anti-Semitic. And it's, like, it's like, not racist, because I, I know one black person. I was like, yeah, I have black friends. I can't be racist. Basically, all in all, her screenshots are exposing her instead of exposing Ethan because he doesn't say anything bad. He's being so lovely to her in every one that I looked at. Um, I would have stopped talking to her at that point. Yeah. Oh, um, side, side note. This, we talked about this before, um, about the Jewish thing. Yeah. But it's like... So many people were pointing out in her tweets when she's like, I've learnt my lesson. Like I said that before the podcast even started. Um, I understand now that it mm-hmm. I shouldn't say that and why it's offensive. And it's like, you say things every week on the podcast that are offensive as well. Yeah. Like you clearly haven't that. learnt because you still yeah. are saying so like such horrible things. And Ethan has to say, like, you don't can't say that. that. Yeah, it's offensive and rude and yeah, you're upsetting me, you know. Exactly. She makes that that money joke at least every episode, if not every other. And Ethan has to keep sending her, please don't do that. He even every time he comes back to her with the example of when he was in high school and people used to throw pennies at his face and at his nose because um, the nose thing is also a bad stereotype. Um, and people were like, f- like replying to her tweet saying that, like I was having money thrown at me in the street. I saw, I saw that as well. Like it happened to a lot of people. That's so. Sad. Yeah, she used to say it constantly, so she never learns her lesson. Um, and also, what was the other one? She 
made I can't really remember the details of this, but she said something in a in a video years ago mentioned in the Holocaust. Um <laughs> I think she was saying the facts that she knew about it. Something along the lines of she was very well informed, like all of us should be about the Holocaust. Not okay. like she knew every single fact, but she knew like how bad it was. She yeah, like, she understood. Yeah. And then in frenemies, she always like one time she was like, I've no idea, I've never heard of the Holocaust. And Ethan was like trying to educate her, and then the next week he was like, Yo, like someone literally sent me a video of you like saying all the facts that you know about the Holocaust like four years ago. So you do know. He was like, You're lying for no reason. Like you I'm love to lie. Now. Like I do know that it is something that's not actually I don't think it's taught very much in America. I, I think so because there's that, there's I feel that like statistic. I've heard before. Yeah, I'll find that, it. That they don't really teach about the Holocaust or anything, which is awful. Bad. But um, the entire American education system is awful anyway, so. Not that ours is great, but we no, do learn like, a lot um, I mean, <laughs> I can't say ours is better, but theirs is notoriously bad. There was a set. There's a survey that goes out every year about like how educated American people are in certain things. Like here, how did the Holocaust? When did the Holocaust happen? They get a mold. This is a multiple choice thing. So it was between 1890 and 1910, um, 1910 and 1930, um, 1930 and 1950, 1950, 1970, or not sure. Only 69% of people said the correct one between um, 30 and 50. They didn't think it was a real thing. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, that was like they just don't believe. Like Forty or sixty percent of the people that they interviewed said that they thought the Holocaust was made up. Made up, yeah. So anyway, Trisha lies. <laughs> she she didn't know anything about the Holocaust, but she did. She also like there was a film. I think it's called Schindler's List. I've never seen it. It is in black and white because she kept saying that she didn't want to watch it because it was in black and white. And Ethan was saying, "Watch it, and you'll learn a lot more about the Holocaust." And she won't watch it. So yeah, mm. so, stuff like that. She like she always says something really horribly stereotypical and rude about Jews. And Ethan always tells her to stop. And she continues. So she also shared screenshots of her text messages where she named each crew member by name and a reason why she didn't like them. One of the reasons was for AB, who she said he doesn't summarize her videos correctly. Okay, do it yourself then. Why do you need someone else in another production company? Because they never, they never summarise her videos on the podcast, so I don't know why he has to do that. Yeah, I, what is it needed for? That's what I'm thinking. I've never heard them any, do like, anything. Why, if she doesn't like, what he, like how he's doing it, then surely no one would know her videos better than she does. But also, if she really didn't want to do it, and she wants to hire someone for something, why can't she hire someone as part of, like, her company? Like, she has her hairstylist and her makeup artist who are, like, permanent. Get someone to do it for you, like, as your own. So then... I don't know. Ethan made a video, um, like, it was, like, 40 minutes long on H3, just saying he doesn't... He didn't say anything bad about her. He did bring up screenshots, but only to defend himself, not to, yeah, only like... To, like, like new thing debunk you know? her screenshots kind of thing yeah 
which wasn't even really needed to be honest because nobody believed because anything. Nobody, yeah, nobody believed it. But so, just to um, but he give solid proof. Exactly, he was basically saying he doesn't want to burn any bridges with her because she is engaged to his wife's brother. Like they are going to be brother and sister-in-law. Theory, people think this wedding is not going to go ahead, even though it's supposed to be in like the next month or two. I didn't don't know how. I can... a, didn't she post a picture of them the other day though? Saying she wants that broke back mountain love. I saw that. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. People are Did like, she, she wants gay love? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? She doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. No, I know she does know what she's talking about, but she wants it's to come It's literally just because out. they're having, it's just literally just because they're wearing cowboy hats, cowboy hats. And it was the first cowboy film that she could think of. Probably. Exactly. But like, you know that TikTok I sent you of Moses finally turning off the Wi-Fi? When he jumps over the sofa, there's, there's a, a frenemy's hoodie, hoodie. That hasn't like, even come out yet. Very purposely placed on the sofa. This woman. And this person. Um, but why? Why? Exactly. So, Ethan made that video saying he doesn't want to burn any bridges. That's the last he's going to mention it. He didn't even mention her in the After Dark they had that Thursday. But since then, Trisha has made about five 45-minute videos absolutely dragging the shit out of him. And God knows how many tweets. I really don't want to count them. Yeah. Didn't she accuse him of sexually assaulting her? Harassment. She said that... Oh, my God. So she basically said that he used to bring things up that she found uncomfortable... And that was sexual harassment. Um, I mean, I do understand sexual harassment in the sense that, like, if he's talking about sexual things around her and that makes her uncomfortable, yes, that is. But have you seen all the tweets that she posted? The ones when she first met him and she was like, I want to fuck him so bad. Saying shit like, I want to fuck him so bad. I want to ride him on that purple sofa they have in this. Yeah. Like, there's so that many. Is sexual harassment. Yes. She's saying because he, there was one video that someone brought up where he was a bit pushy about something. Um, him, her having sex with someone, some celebrity, because she used to do that. And he pushed a bit too hard, which is fair enough. Okay, yeah. But, but he probably wants... also did apologize for that. Who exactly. knows? Exactly. Exactly. And she wants, he, they said something about wrestling, like an off-handed comment of, he was like, I'll wrestle you or something. Because she used to be a wrestler in high school. And then she stopped because when she went through puberty, the boys were uncomfortable and never wanted to fight her. That was the conversation. So he went, oh, I'll, fight, I'll wrestle you. And then he went, actually, no, I won't. For about an hour, it's her shouting at him, being like, you don't want to wrestle me because I'm a woman and you don't want to touch me. And he was like, I don't want to wrestle you because I don't want to wrestle you. I just, And he doesn't like touching people. So every time they used to high five, he used to be like, "Oh, so coronavirus." Anyway, but like, yeah, she brought it up at like for like a good hour in the in one podcast, and then read all the comments about it because everyone was like, "You were pushing him. You're being really rude to push him to say why don't you want to touch me for an hour." And then she brought it up for the first half an hour of the next one. 
It's like maybe she... people are just not comfortable with that kind of physical contact. You just didn't want to touch her, but she was making it out to be yeah, that he didn't and like, want to the touch thing her. Is, it wasn't because it was her. He would have said that to whoever was sitting there and said that. That's exactly what he was saying. He was like, it is not you. I do not want to wrestle anyone. I don't want to touch someone yeah, like, he was that. like I do not want to be that close oh. to anybody. No touching. No touchy touchy. Personal bubble, please. My last thing I have to say about her is one lie that she said. So they cosplay sometimes. She mm-hmm. said that she never ever came up with any of the ideas for the cosplay. And then she released screenshots of Ethan texting her being like, I saw this idea on Reddit because people used to just like say them and then he'd do them. So oh. he would usually like say like, should we do this? And she'd say, yeah. And then they'd do it. And then she'd sometimes submit some that were awful. Like the ones that he did that they, they did were they only did them because they were good. Yeah. Whereas the ones she were like, we should do this, they weren't good. And they probably would have been a bit difficult to do. It wasn't because she submitted it, so they ignored her. But yeah, she and she like about. tried to say that they just completely ignored it and like yeah. didn't even acknowledge her ideas ever. Yeah. And like also she said like they never yeah, like they don't they don't ever do anything that she wants to do. Whereas every single podcast has been her addressing David Dobrik, Jason, whatever his name is. Mm. Um, like and then in in the title it's always Trisha and this. They did a live stream reacting to something, a video that David made about her. It's always about her. And then he mentioned his pregnancy twice. And she says it's recycled content. Can you stop talking about it? But then she also got angry saying, oh, he just uses me because it's always my name in the title and my, like, Hmm. talking about me. And I was like, yes, because you're making it about you. Yeah. She steers every conversation into about about her. Don't talk about yourself. Exactly. Then the whole cosplay thing, they in the one that the last one, they were dressed up as Uncle Fester, and I don't know the woman's name because I don't watch the Adams family. Part of the Adams family values. And she driving toward to the studio, she did a Snapchat thing saying, If you're wondering who I am today, I don't know either. And then when she got in there in the podcast, she was like, I've no idea who I'm dressed up as. And then that was like all of her tweets and all of her videos following the last episode she was like i don't i didn't even want to cosplay as this person i don't even like that film i hate that film ethan released screenshots of their text message of him being like should we dress up as these guys and she goes oh my god it's my favorite video oh my god that would be so much fun like she yeah. was so for it and it was like why are you lying so also, you don't know who you are? Yeah, why are you lying and second of all if you really didn't like it you could have just said actually i don't want to do that yeah because like, obviously i'd like, I could go on and on and on about the stuff she was saying. She's just so out of line and she's still going. Everyone's it's like, crazy. please take this offline. Because she said before that she loves to start internet drama when she's bored. Mm. But this isn't internet drama, they're family. Like, exactly. Like, this is something that's going to... If she does stay with Moses, this is something that's going to permanently affect their lives yeah. and their family relations. Like... That's why I don't think maybe the wedding will go through. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe for not oh. that long. Oh, it's a yeah. shame. It, it really upset me for a while. I just feel bad for Moses, honestly. I know. I uh, I really don't feel like... I feel like he just like follows her everywhere. And but doesn't... I... If this was me and I saw this happen, mm. I don't know. I, f- I think I'd feel like like you're not the person that I thought you were kind of thing. You, I feel like you'd always have to stick with your family if someone was doing something like this and you were getting married to them. 
it's a really big red flag well, the like, ways you, you can change even aside from that it's like i didn't think you would act like this yeah and out of everybody that you could act like this to you're doing it to my family it's like exactly really oh jesus trisha crazy very very crazy and people say she does this all the time. She self-sabotages and then she ends up with no one around her. And then starts a cycle of complaining that she's got no friends and finds someone else. And then mm. ruins that. It's, I think that's like a very valid point, though. I feel like mm-hmm. she... I don't want to, like, you know, yeah. assume. But the way it is, it just seems like she's scared to be too comfortable with people. Yeah. Like, it's like she's just waiting for something to happen and thinks yeah. that if she doesn't ruin it, it will something get ruined else anyway. will. Yeah. Inevitably, yeah. Yeah, I get that. It's just a shame. Yeah. Because she keeps saying that she's mentally stable. But I don't know. I really don't see that. But then it's not my know. place if to you say to, you're not. If you have to insist so much that you are, are you? <laughs> When you just created something out of nothing and now you've got, like, no family, almost. All of the tweets that she's posted do not scream mentally stable to me, but... No. Exactly that. But yeah, I wanted to talk about because I I was interested in seeing a summary of it because we saw it live, like, I was sending everything to you, you were sending stuff to me, but it's kind of nicer to see the bigger picture. And yeah. I know that once everything happened and it. it's still not even done. Kind oh, of. God, it's, if I looked at her Twitter right now, I bet she's just tweeted something. I'm like, I feel like everybody post- I feel like everybody else is clocked out of it mentally apart from Trisha. Yeah. All, like, all of her she, replies. In her mind it still just happened. And she's quoting everyone's tweets and talking. Yeah, she's about replying it. to a lot of people and stuff. It's a shame. Literally one of her me. tweets from four hours ago was quoting someone. I'm always in a state of manic. Oh, yeah. So, then perhaps you were. Who knows? Um, Do you know what else is crazy? Which I'm sure you will know. What? Stan Twitter. Oh, good God. Yes, we've been there. Something that I saw trending today. Just for reference for everybody, we are filming on Tuesday the 15th of June. Yes, um, sir. I saw, I saw something trending and I was like, what the f***? But essentially, as we all know, K-pop stands at times are not the best at using their brains. Nope. Essentially, there's this... I don't know what it is exactly, I've never seen it. But it's like a... I want to say it's like, not X Factor, but like, it's a music competition, but groups who are already existing, like, go on it. Oh, okay. Like, they're already famous, but the the K-pop groups and stuff. Like MasterChef, the... MasterChef, the... Professionals. Professionals, yes, MasterChef. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And... From what I read, there was one group in particular, and they were, this time, they were on the white team. Okay. 
Tell me why their fans decided it would be a good idea to trend something along the lines of go white supremacy or team white supremacy. Nah. <laughs> like, in the literal sense of the competition, team white supremacy, yeah, as in you want team white to be the supreme, be the supreme yes. But Use your brain. <laughs> team white supremacy? That's awful. It was trending. Oh no. Every time I see a hashtag and I think, oh god, here's some beef between the left and the right, it's always K-pop. And it's completely nothing to do with what I thought it was. And this is that. Or like there's people arguing and then you just scroll down and there's a fan cam. Yeah, and that's like, what I... Luna. As soon as I see that, I'm like, oh, it's all right. It was nothing. <laughs> it's all right. Because what I feel like what they do is when they see something trending and it's like stupid drama, yeah. they'll just go hijack the thing to promote. Yeah. Which in They're some in instances, I think that's a good idea. Because you're okay. taking away from stupid drama and just promoting the group that you like. Fair enough. Yeah. Do that if you want. But it's but like not, it's, team it's, white supremacy uh, is not the way to do that. Let me search so it. bad. Uh, I believe they've changed it now to Team White will win. Still not. That's that's still a bit. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone's just tweeting like, "Why the f is Team White supremacy trending?" Oh god. And then the more people say, "Why is this trending?" The more trending it gets because they're using that hashtag still. It still shouldn't be a thing that trends. White supremacy. Wow. It just makes me think, you know, don't get me wrong, there are lots of lovely people on Stan Twitter. I know lots of people on Stan Twitter. And they mean well. Lovely people, intelligent people, might I add. Mm -hmm. But uh, in this instance, the brain cells are lacking. No thoughts, head empty. Well, I don't know. I was going to say to try and change the mood, but this is sort of similar. Me and Greta have been obsessed with the new YouTube channel in the past. I think, like, I think it has definitely like taken YouTube by storm. I watched one of the videos last night and it had 10 million views. Well, the, the one that everyone saw on there recommended has 38 million views. Wow. So it started off with... Everyone's recommended page on YouTube had this video called What Pretending to Be Crazy Looks Like. And I like Greta tweeted, Is it on yours? I replied, I was like, Yes, but you had watched it at that point. You told me to watch it. Oh my God. So interesting. For those of you who don't know, the channel is JCS, which stands for Jim Can't Swim. Is it criminal, criminal psychology. psychology? Yeah. Yeah. This channel is really great. The so I I mean we can give like a little a synopsis of the the episode that drew everyone in. So it's called "What Pretending to Look Crazy Looks Like." We're going to talk about this video in particular. So if you want to watch it, go and watch it. Jim can't swim. Criminal psychology. Spoiler alert. It is um basically like a kind of compilation. And one, it, all their videos are, instead of describing the true crime story, like, through its entirety, 
it's more the interrogation of the um, suspect um, and the person who did it, basically. And, like, I don't know, like, how they... It highlights the tactics and the methods that both criminals and the police use to conceal slash reveal the truth. Yeah. In, you know, these interrogations. Yeah, this one is, is different. It's not so much like the other ones, whereas this one, it, it shows you, it started off with, was it the one, the first person was crazy? Yeah, they show, they, they talked a little about backstory of this one person, who we'll get onto in a second, mm-hmm. but the point that they were making is that people in police investigations try to pretend that they're crazy and, you know, start talking about demons and like, oh, I hear voices. The voices told me to do it. And um, whereas they showed a clip of an actually, you know, insane person being interrogated and they were very matter of fact. No emotion whatsoever. They simply outlined what they did. Like they were just asked, you know, outline your day. What did you do today? I had breakfast. Yeah. You know, I went for a walk. It's like, yeah. yes, um, I shot him three times and then I moved the body or, you know, like... Yeah, that guy was so... no remorse. And the crazy. one thing that they showed... Sorry, I keep... No, it's... The one thing that they said, which made it very clear that this person was, like, insane, aside from the fact that they obviously were talking so monotone and everything was that they were like are you are you sorry that you did this like are you remorseful and they were like no i'm only sorry that i got caught yeah it was mad insane it was oh my god the thing that that guy did he he got i think he knew the guy he got this guy to drive him to a walmart or something and when they got there he was like no keep driving and then took him somewhere and the like shot him like, three times. Yeah. And then <laughs> the way he got caught is he then decided to like get his way into Canada by driving. And but he obviously needed a ride because he killed the last guy. And he'd stuck his thumb out to hitchhike for this car that was oncoming, happened to be the police. But also he didn't even have his passport on him or anything, and he realized it, that. Yeah. I don't know how he, he thought he was gonna get it. He realized it and he was like, oh. Yeah, I knew that was going to be difficult, so I just kind of was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was really interesting. It moves on to prove the point that of people pretending to be crazy when, in fact, they are very sane and are completely understanding of what they have done. And it was this one guy who was a school shooter. Was he, sorry, question, was he the Parkland shooter? Because I heard them say Parkland, the investigator. You know that big one in that school? Yeah, like maybe i'm not sure because i i i thought that's what he said and i was like oh yeah nicholas it? cruz yeah so it was the parkland guy it was him yeah so the parkland school shooting in 2018 wow that's long ago now um mm. he as soon as he got arrested it, oh that first of all he did the shooting then dropped the gun and then pretended to be like one of the students running t- for safety because he used to be at that school. And yeah. then went to a burger place or something like some takeaway. Yeah, he went to Burger King. And then oh. sat eating with one of the people brother, that he killed. 
Yeah, he shot basically he shot this girl um in the chest like up close with this massive shotgun thing. Um mm. and then he just sat with the brother of the girl that he killed and started talking and to he, him. Obviously the brother didn't know yet that this had even was, happened. Yeah, there was even a shooting. Um and then they they so they arrested him and they had him like pinned to the ground and then he started bullshitting with the voices. The I mean, yeah, and as soon as they pinned him down, he was like Oh, the voices, the demons, and the police officer. The police officer goes, "Shut up." He goes, "Shut up." <laughs> shut up. Just, oh shut up. So like it, it shows so like the way he was like he was like when the when the guy was in there with him, the investigator, he was like sitting like this and like not moving, and he was pretending like he couldn't really talk. And then as soon as he left, he'd be like and like sit up and yeah, look directly fine. into the there camera. There was one he kept pretending to be suicidal. And then he was like biting his wrist. There's one moment where it's very clear that he's thinking about what he did and like reliving it and pretending to hold his gun. Yeah. And then he real he remembers that he's being recorded, mm. so he he like switches back. Yeah, he was pretending to kill himself, so he was going like this, and he was trying to. They take they took his blood. I don't know why they do that when they arrest him, but they took his blood. So he had like a tiny little thing with the plaster on it. He's taking it off and he was trying to open the wound that didn't exist because you don't, it doesn't leave a wound open when you have to take blood. Jesus that was, Christ. That was so funny. He was biting his wrist and the the narrator is amazing. The the, the tone of what he's describing, he just has no time for any of their shit. He was like, he's been biting his wrist, but in five minutes, none of, there was no marks. He was not leaving yeah. a mark on himself. He wasn't trying to do himself any harm. But then when he was like pretending to go like that, he then he then he went like that like he had the gun and he used his left hand uh which showed he was the left-handed shooter that was in all the videos and stuff so even because... if he didn't need evidence they had it yeah. what was i gonna he... say my <laughs> hands down the best part of that video though is the bit where he starts talking about the demons like the demon told me to do it um stuff like that and the police officer's like well, does the demon know any attorneys? Oh my god! It was like, does does the demon want an attorney present? And he he goes, yeah. And then he goes, does he know any attorneys? Yeah, like, does the demon have an attorney? Does <laughs> does he know any in particular that he wants? <laughs> he and none of he his said things. that the demon helped him make a playlist to, that he oh listened to god. while he was doing the shooting. He was like, like, we collaborated. I like, I picked some of the yeah. songs and the demon picked. They're like, what? and then what did he say? He was like, I picked the happy, the happy ones, and he picked the evil ones. It was like, evil sorry, one. <laughs> evil one, the evil songs, the evil songs. Mm-hmm. It was, it was so interesting. And then that got me hooked on watching the rest of his. They like range from forty minutes to an hour and a half. I think that was one of the longest ones. One of them, I think, was two hours actually. I um, think that was one. The first on one the... that he did is about um, Chris Watts, which is that guy that has a Netflix documentary who kills his family. The family, and the a, American family. I think that's a three-part one. I don't want to watch that one because I've watched that Netflix thing, and he actually. Makes I've watched. One, I think, but I didn't watch the rest because I know what happened. It would be interesting because I do remember part of that Netflix um, documentary was the way he did a polygraph test, and then his dad came in, and he just outright told his dad what he did, 
And then when they came back in, he was like, no, I didn't. And they were like, we just heard you. And his dad goes, his dad goes like, will you tell me if you did this? And he was like, okay, I did this. And his dad goes, and then just proceeds to not do anything about it. I'd be like, yeah. they said, I'm they like, said yo, he just confessed. Look him up. Oh my God. Um, um, yeah, that one makes me sick. You're like, how do you throw your children into an oil tank? When so disgusting. Alive? I mean, all of the people on that I channel. Yeah. Oh my God, they're all horrible. The, the one. one okay, do you, you say your favourite and then I'll say my favourite. Okay, well... I wanted to talk about this one in particular because after watching a few, it actually made me laugh a lot because you start to recognize the patterns and like the techniques that the police use in the interrogations once you've watched some of them. And there was this one in particular, the police work was just awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, but their interrogation <laughs> was awful. It was... Let me look what case it was. I can't. Rem I can never remember his name. Um, Stephen McDaniel. So, in the case of Stephen McDaniel, I think it's a rather famous case because I have seen that clip of basically he's that guy who killed someone and was pretending they were friends. So he was like being on all the news interviews, being like, "I don't know what happened to her," and the news people told him that they'd just found her torso or a torso they didn't know yeah. it was hers but it was um and he knew in that moment that he'd been caught and you can see the color like drain from his face live on news it's so funny and he goes like, like i think i need to sit down and he's like walking like yeah and it looked from that perspective when like at the time you would have thought it was just grief. But now you realise that that's someone like, oh, shit, I am in trouble. Like, yeah. I am going to get caught. Yeah. But Hilarious. his interview was awful. We were saying we don't know if, it, if the police were just wasting time because they already knew it was him or something. But the things they were asking him and the ways they were asking him What? God, they were just so like. Usually, the the thing that I've noticed is that either there's like two of them, and one does like really nice and whatever stuff. But they usually like are really nice to them. They're really sympathetic. They build up a good relationship with them. They ask him really random questions that they don't feel like they're the main suspect, and then they progressively start to get more aggressive, and to the point where. They the person doesn't feel like it's aggressive because they like this police person, whereas they were just like, "Fuck you, mate." Yeah, they were they were just having a go at him the entire time, and like fully, like they were <laughs> taking the piss, like were humiliating him. They were like, "So what did you like do all day then? If you didn't kill her, like were you with some friends? Were you playing computer games? Were you doing college work?" Because and he was like something like. I was out with my friends and he was like, well, who were their names? Because I don't think you have any friends. And then he names like five people and he goes, yeah, no, I just spoke to them and they told me they're not your friends. Oh, he's like, um, you, you smell of cleaning products. I know you've been cleaning recently. I know you cleaned up her blood. When was the last time you cleaned your apartment? And he's like, last week or something like that. And he's like, 
You haven't cleaned your apartment for a week? That's disgusting. <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, have you like at least like showered? And he's like, no, I haven't. I haven't showered in three weeks. Um, and I haven't done any washing, clothes washing in three weeks. Laundry, yeah. And he was like, you have enough underwear, underwear to wear. for three weeks. <laughs> and he was like, he went, yeah. And he went, you've worn the same um, pair for a few days, haven't you? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, ah. <laughs> like so offended by the wrong things. <laughs> like, like you could tell they were getting so frustrated with him by the increase in the pitch of their voices. Like they were starting. What's his name is again? Stephen. Stephen, yeah. Yeah, they were like, Stephen. I know you did it, and then like it just progressed to a point they were like, Stephen. Stephen, I know you did it. And they were like, oh. you, you're telling me you look, you looked at this girl and you never thought, mm, I wonder what it's like to have sex with her. But they said, um, he goes, Stephen, you didn't clean up like you thought. There's blood in the bathroom. You didn't clean, you scrubbed and you scrubbed and you left blood in the bathroom. And then the narrator goes, he didn't kill her in his apartment. He killed yeah, like her in her happened. apartment. It was all in her apartment. So he it's was a like lie. his bluff. He was like his bluff is already been called out as we speak, and it was like, oh, mm. that's so unfortunate. That's so funny. Oh my god, the one I want to talk about. I could talk about them all. I do love like most of them, but the one I love is this woman marries this like I think he was a drug lord for money, and then he. Goes to prison a few times for random shit, like drug possession, like beating people up. And then he came out on probation. I, I think she liked the fact that he was in jail so she could spend the money without him being there. So she manages to get him to... No, he has the house in his name. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She um, calls one of her ex-boyfriends and gets him to pretend to be like a lawyer or something to call her husband and tell him that if he wants to get off probation, it will help if he puts his house in his wife's name entirely. And for some reason, he trusted this random stranger calling him and didn't... Didn't get a second opinion. And then... Didn't even Google it. No, nothing. And then, so she starts to call the police and say he's got this drug in his car and then he gets pulled over and they don't find the drug in the car and it goes on like five times. And then she's like, fuck it, I'm just going to hire someone to kill him. So... She finds this guy. She he says, "Meet me in my car in this car park." Wait, we can I add a bit? Oh yeah, onto before that. So basically, eventually they did find drugs on him, but he like broke down completely and was like, "I I honestly I've been set up. Like I don't know anything about this." And the police believed him they because said, they were right. like, "Hold on, why do we keep getting reports of there being drugs?" On you like anonymous reports because they were all continuous like every couple yeah. of weeks yeah and um they thought the place that the drugs were hidden was really weird as well yeah and they were obviously suspicious of his wife anyway because yeah. who else would have known and had access to his car exactly so yeah, yeah. they they were already like this this guy so then, yeah so the the guy she hires to kill him he's like meet me in my car we'll discuss it in this car park so she gets into the car and she just happens to um, hire a policeman to kill her an undercover policeman to kill her husband 
because her she asked another ex-boyfriend yeah. to find her a hitman and he didn't he agree but he also didn't deny it so she thought he was going to but he actually just went to the police and told them and so they were like okay tell her you're gonna get her one but it's actually this undercover police officer it's just the funniest thing ever so she gets in and he starts discussing like what do you want me to do how do you want me to do it there's a there's a camera in the back of the car so they get everything she says and he basically they finish the conversation off by him saying okay so at half past five in the morning you leave the house to go to the gym and then i will come in kill him and then they'll the police will come and get you probably at the gym because they'll hear the gunshots so instead of like catching her there and then because they've got like her confession and everything no no she goes to the gym at half five in the morning the police are waiting for her outside the gym not to arrest her they say this is all on camera you need to watch this all on camera they go your husband's been killed somebody broke into your house she's screaming she's screaming and crying she's like, my husband's dead these like, police officers let me see him i want to see him they deserve an oscar for their performance they staged They're hugging everything her. it was incredible so they they take her to the police station they just want to get a statement from her and she's saying can i see him can i see him they're like no not yet oh my god it was so funny and then they they say to her like after she'd been there for like two hours being questioned about like if he because they think they assume that it's one of his like drug friends because he had a drug bad drug deal or something yeah. so then they say like they just go your husband's not dead and we know that you're behind this and up. then he and then they walk him in and he's in there and he's like. So then she like throws like a hissy fit and he has to leave. And like after all this questioning and stuff, she's so adamant that it's not her. And they let him, they let her have the phone call and she rings him and he picks up and he's like, why would you do that? And she's yeah. like, no, it's not me. And he was like, I've seen the videos and the phone calls of you like doing it. it. And she's going, she literally just goes no that's not me i never said that and he's like i heard you say it oh it was how stupid do you think i am it was incredible and she was like he was being really sweet as well he was like if you sign the house back over to me i'll help your mum because the mum was an immigrant wasn't she and like i think she she was quite dependent on her so he was like i'll sort your mum out like i'll get her sorted with money and a place to live and she was like no i didn't do it no so that was that was amazing. That was my favorite. But there's so many, and the narrator's just good. so good. The way he describes things, especially the one with the the uh, pretending to be um, crazy, like arrows pointing at like, and he's going to do this, which makes you think this, and blah blah blah. Mm. blah. It was very very good. But yeah, definitely recommend. Go check the channel out, true crime Please fans. Do. You will very like it. <gasps> Will much you like very, it. very, very much like it. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna leave it there for today. Yeah, very that was fun. Crazy topics in <laughs> so random. It's called What's Going On, and we're telling you what's been going on. What's been going on, dude? Thank you to you all for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, like, comment, share with your friends. 
If you're listening on any streaming platforms like Google or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please add to your library and share with your friends as well. We really appreciate all the support that you've been giving us. Our last video, not our last video, the one before, did very well. Thank Thank you, Internet Sleuths. We hope you enjoyed and we'll be back next week with another Internet Sleuths. Yeah. See you soon.